Hey there, I'm Ashley, and this is New Day with Ashley. If you're looking for inspiration to make a difference and create lasting impact, then you're in the right place. Get ready to be encouraged by the stories of my guests who have taken risks, overcome challenges, and created opportunities. It's time to make the most of your new day. My guest today is a passionate leader in the field of IT. This tech guru is on a mission to impact the future generation in a positive way. Amy Longton is the founder and president of Tech for Kids, a nonprofit organization that provides necessary software and technological tools needed to support a remote academic learning environment to enable kids to succeed. Well, welcome to New Day with Ashley, Amy. Thank so you. nice to have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for bringing my love of pink. <laughs> I love pink. My favorite and, color yeah. and sparkles. Yeah, so yeah. this is totally my jam. Awesome. And then I have like no pink on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have enough on for you. I'm wearing my I have chair. enough for you. Yeah. I'll probably blend in. Oh, good thing I'm not in the pink chair yeah. because I would be really blending Camouflage. in. Camouflage. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, but um, so pre- founder and president of Tech for Kids. Yeah. Super cool. We're, we're going to get there, but we'll talk a little bit about you first. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you grew up in Minnesota? I grew up in North Dakota, Enderlin, North oh, Dakota. Yeah. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one that grew up in Minnesota, I think, was... Um, well, no, but... You went to the U of M, Crookston. Yes. Okay, Crookston. so I yep. thought I thought maybe you. Yeah, yeah. I went, went there to play basketball, there, so. and volleyball, and they let me play both. Yeah. So that's kind of why I went up there, and then I ended up getting um, a great degree out of there. We were one of the first colleges that were wired ever in classrooms. Okay. You know, like the old Ethernet wire. Right. We yeah. Didn't have wireless back then. I think we got a thing in our wall here. No. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, something like that. We were the first <laughs> wired campus, and we bragged about that. Because it was so cool because we were in tech and awesome. all the things. So, yeah. But yeah, so you you grew up in North Dakota then? Yes. Okay. What? Little uh, Enderlin. Enderlin, okay. Yeah. So it's 60 miles southwest of here. Not far, 45 yeah. minute drive from Horace. So it's nice. And then you went to, you said, um, yeah. you have Minnesota Crookston and you played both basketball and volleyball. Yeah. 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 So great fun. athlete. It was so much fun. That's when I was in great shape. <laughs> And I could eat whatever I want, right? Because you were always hungry because it was like, we overlapped two weeks um, in the season. So it would be, I would go to volleyball practice for three hours and then go to basketball practice for two hours. So it would be five hours a day for two weeks we did. And then doing school, trying to be a full-time student, I'm sure. And then I also worked. So I worked um, at the help desk like for an hour a day during the day. Um, And then I worked at... Like IT help desk or what? uh Okay. Yeah, in the school. And then I also worked at... Uh, the Northland Inn it was called as a waitress so oh, I would wow. sometimes not have time to like shower I would throw on my like we had to wear dress pants and like the white tops because it was kind of oh. a higher end it's not even open sure. anymore but yeah I'd have to rush there and then work till like 10 I mean wow. I worked my butt off in college yeah um, so it's like how did we do it then I don't know yeah. because this day and age I would die I would probably be <laughs> well I mean, you're equally now. It's new things. It's right. kids. Yeah. It's a nonprofit. Oh, right. It's yeah. It, it's true. It's like okay, here we are again. I'm smack dead, <laughs> but different things. Different things. And yes. I'm not dead, but on the weekends I feel dead because I don't even want to. Hey, let's go out. Oh no, I'm gonna just stay home. Can I just wear sweatpants? I just want to stay home. Yeah. And be in sweats and do things at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get caught up. You yeah, know. It is. Um, but you learned a lot of leadership skills from the organized sports and. Probably a lot of um, discipline. Yes. Yeah, you do have to have that. You know, you have the sense of um, working as a team with your team, right? And being in that spotlight because 
you're there on a scholarship. People are looking up to you. You know, even little kids, they love to see you play. Uh, you know, I have a lot of people reach out and say, oh, I remember watching you as a kid when I played. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, that's so cool, you know. Yeah. So it was fun to be in organized sports. I really am a strong believer of it because it does. It teaches you that discipline and all the things that go with it and the leadership right. skills, right? So, and it keeps you in shape, keeps you healthy, keeps you out of trouble, right? So yeah. I, it's all I, good I things where you're spending your things, energy. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and then, so you must have had an interest in um, the tech world. Well, you know what? Originally, I went in, went up there to go into hotel restaurant management. Really? And I found out I did not like to make breakfast in the morning because that was one of our classes that we had to do. <laughs> and here I thought it was just you go and you dress up nicely and sit behind a front desk and <laughs> greet people when they walk in a hotel, right? And I was going to be a hotel manager. Oh, things have changed so much. Anyway, um, I went into my coach's uh, office and I said, I just don't like this. And she said, you know, there's this um, new degree. Um, I think you should go into it. It's computers. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I switched my major and did a just a 360 and got involved in computers and IT and tech. Wow. And okay. I was always like the only girl in the classroom, sure. you know, because all the class tech classes were all, all male. Wow. Honest right. God. Yeah. Only girl in, in the classes. It was crazy. Wow. I suppose even all your teachers were primarily men there too. There was one woman teacher and she taught office, like, you know, the office products. Okay. Suites. Oh, so yeah. Excel, Word. And that was Twyla Trana. And she was, she still teaches there. Wait, no, she retired probably two years ago. Okay. But yeah, she, she was a so powerhouse. a trailblazer. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, um, sometimes she would let me, um, what do you call it? Illustrate the class or sure. when she would be absent. Oh, yeah. so, okay. Cool. Wow. Yeah, it was fun. So, and that's when you picked up that other job while you were at school of doing the help, help desk. desk. Yeah. So I would work, basically it was kind of like a internship i would okay. say yeah so that's where i got some more experience you know because each student up there was issued a laptop because we were oh. the first wired campus sure so we had a help desk that we had to you know issue them to the students yeah if they would break you know a lot of times there was breaks spills pop on you know oh like sure that. yeah so we would get to fix them or viruses back this is back when get to fix them that's yeah, a great thing yeah. not have to but yeah, get to yeah, yeah. no i'm just kidding yeah it is it's like <laughs> it was fun for me tearing them apart really and trying to fix them and figure out what's wrong with them yeah. wow so yeah and that's a lot of what i do now too is, is tear them apart and put in ram and hard drives and all the things but. and so full-time you're at the um, Fargo Parks District. Yes, Fargo Park District. Yeah. And I, yeah. it'll be two years in June that I've okay. been there, and I'm their IT director. So we're currently building an internal IT department because they've never had an internal department. Wow. They've always outsourced okay. their IT needs, and they're getting so large that they found that they need their own internal department, right? Sure. Uh, so I just hired a network administrator, and we'll have a IT tech come on full-time in May, hopefully. Right now, they're part-time as an intern. So it's it's gradually growing. Wow. I would like to see a system administrator come on as well. Sure. And then we would have a full team that can support the 180 um, employees wow. throughout the district, yeah. which I did not realize when I first came on there, they kind of were lacking in a lot of the IT needs, sure. right? Um, their PCs, laptops were quite outdated. Um, some of their networking equipment wasn't up to par, very old. 
sure. you know, it just was an update. There always were the mentality of, you know, it's not broken. You know, let's ride it till it dies. Something <laughs> sure that doesn't work well in IT, right? So sure. you need to really um, be more proactive than reactive. And so I've come in there and kind of updated some of their systems and look forward to continuing that and getting them up yeah. to par. So it's been been a challenge, sure, um, but it's a good challenge because I've learned so much from it, and it's nice because then I can create this department where I know what works, right? I know what um, help desk ticketing system works. I know what vendors to use and not use. I know, you know, yeah. the ins and outs because I've been through all those faucets of IT. Yes. Yeah, so where I mean, so after college, then you got right into it. Right. Yes. I actually went down to the Aerostatus Center for NASA. Really? So is that like Alabama? That is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh. And it's in the middle There's of the country. There's something else in Alabama. Because, yeah. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere, pretty much. Because they have all these satellites that have to take. Um, sure. So what the Aerostatus Center did was take the geographical movements of the Earth. So it was a lot of imagery and huge satellites at this wow. data center with Aerost. And they had they used to have tours out there for kids because it was a cool place, right? It's a huge data center for NASA. And I, I don't know why I left there. I would have probably been retired by now. <laughs> But <laughs> how left. long were you there then? I was there for only a year. Okay. Uh, because I found myself driving back every mm. weekend in the summer up to the lake here. You know, okay. all my friends, family um, were up here. So I didn't last there long, which, you know, thinking going back, it's like, God, that would have been nice to stay there. I wish I would have had a center up here or something along those lines. But it was a great first job. Let's put it that way. Sure. Yeah. And then other things that you've done then kind of led you to the right park so district. i had some yeah. different roles um um help desk it technician and then network administrator system administrator um senior systems administrator things like that and then it would always be um a different role you know in and growing sure. growing my stages of my career yeah and it's always been my intention to get to the point where um managing my department and um, kind of taking that lead role for all the different positions in IT, right? So sure. it's been exciting. Yeah. It's been a ride. <laughs> so I'm going to put you on my, like, call there list. There you go. Yeah, like, a lot of people will do no. that. They'll, they'll um, I don't know what happened. Yeah, yeah, right, I'm sure. Hey, this error is on my computer. I'm like, oh, like, that's not good. Oh, no. or, oh, yeah, I can help you with that. Or how do I do this? You know, Did you little... turn it off? Did yeah. you unplug it? Right. Okay. Did no. you reboot? <laughs> right? That's what everybody loves to hear And when they call the help desk. Okay. I'm like, okay, did you reboot? But honestly, it does fix like 80% of the problems half the time. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Whether we reboot yeah. our computer or ourselves, yeah. it, it helps. Either there's an update <laughs> stuck in there and it's making something not work or, um, you know, they haven't rebooted in a long time. And services do stop in the background, like printing surface, surfaces, services, 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 yeah. or um, just certain services will just all of a sudden stop for whatever reason. Yeah. And reboot. I get an error thing every time I print. Anyway, that, yeah. that's a whole other right. thing. <laughs> it prints. Yeah. But it says there's an error. Yeah. Cancel or continue, but I don't even have to push anything and it prints. Right. Anyway, right. I'm yeah. like, why Why even show me the message? Yeah. Um, right. But it still prints, yeah. But then, okay, so now you're in this role. You've been there for a couple of years. Yeah. And then I guess, so that would have been, is that before Tech for Kids or kind of in the process? Yes. Yeah. It was before. Or after. after? After, yeah. Yeah, after Tech for Kids. Tech yeah. for Kids was born right smack dab in the middle of the pandemic in 2020 yeah. when 
you know, I swear to God, you know, God put it in my head, you know, this idea, it came to me just like I said, conversing about how we've had to get all these laptops ready for kids in our community that didn't have access to a laptop. Yes, they had iPads, sure. but if they had were in a household with more than one child in a house at a time, they would have to share that iPad to do remote learning. And that's hard to do. Also, it's hard to do homework on an iPad, typing. I mean, it. I use an iPad for what? Uh, look at watching movies. Sure. I, I use my laptop for everything else, you know, business-wise, uh, for any, you know, anything. So it was yeah. hard for some of these kids to maneuver through that time when we all were stuck in our homes and they didn't have access to that. So I was like, you know, why? It just sparked. I don't know. It was like a, somebody whispered in my ear, yeah. hey, there's a great idea and I think it's going <laughs> to go yeah. wild. So I, uh, I immediately reached out to the North Dakota Women's Business Center to my contacts there, Christy and um, Kayla. And I said, hey, you know, I have this idea. I think I want to start a nonprofit. And and I just told them all, and they were like, this is a cool niche. It's something that's not in the community. We think it might it is explode. A it's <laughs> a need. Um, you know, are you ready for it? And I'm like, uh, I think. Yeah. At this time <laughs> no. and at this time. So I was like already kind of preparing for um, uh, Mrs. North Dakota pageant. Oh, right. And yeah, so I was yeah. busy with appearances. Um busy with my job, busy with my kids. And then... And how old are your kids now? Seven and nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two years ago, you know, a little younger yeah. and we were just running all the time and and they're like, are you ready for this? Because it might, it'll be exhausting. It'll be time consuming. And I thought to myself, well, bring it on. You know, <laughs> I'm already doing all the things. Right. So let's bring it on. And then it was, it was created and it was formed. Um, I started, reached out to the state, got the name set in sure, stone. Yeah. Um, Got my tax tax exempt. Um, fill up some paperwork um, to have the impact bring me on as a fiscal okay. sponsor. Yeah. So they've really helped me along. Because again, the way. it's a nonprofit. So right. Yep. I mean, yeah. There's no profit, mm -hmm. and, and that's what some people, some of my friends even don't even know what Tech for Kids is, and it's like, <laughs> it boggles me sometimes. Like they're like, oh, you're the, so you're the founder, like the original person. I'm like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought you were, you know, a branch of it. it. And I'm yeah. like, no, or just no, always sharing sure. awareness of it. And I'm like, no, it is mine. So, yeah. you know, contribute, I, help yeah. me out, you know, <laughs> spread the word. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that always um, baffles me when some people are like, they don't realize that, that are, yeah, I consider close friends. Right. So, I mean, you, you started it it alone. I mean, then right. with these other resources, right. of course. Right. I did the legwork, right? I did mm -hmm. the hard and dirty legwork to get it going. And then um, after that, I, I really focused on recruiting volunteers. And like I said, Christy was such a great help to me in the very beginning. She pushed me to the right resources, the right people yeah. um, to, to even talk about it, to get the name out there a little bit. So people then reached out to me about certain things and wanting to volunteer and get involved with Tech for Kids and also some different companies that she thought may have some techs, you know, the, the laptops. So it was great. And yeah. then a lot of the people that went through that women's leadership program after I went, I was in it in 2018. So then I did the women's leadership program, got accepted, um, completed that. And then after, there's more classes, right? So every two every 
six months, they have a new class and okay. then they graduate. So a lot of those folks in that class, she would introduce me to that were tech savvy, oh, you know, or yeah. in, in the tech world. world. Yeah. And it was all women. So it was really cool to, wow. yeah. um, partner up and meet a lot of them. So, right. Like-minded women that really were there to cheer you on and not want, you know, and want to see you succeed. Right. Because right. Because there are people out there that, oh, they just love to see an underdog fail. Right. Right. Yeah. And that to me is just complete crap because in this day and age, right. <laughs> we need to support There's each enough other of that. More we need to support each other. Ever, right. More than ever. Yes. Yes. So. And we can all win. Yeah. That right. Can be a good exactly. Thing. Yes. I, I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. So. so tell us a little bit about Tech for Kids then. Tech for Kids is a, well, my nonprofit, of course, yeah. that we repurpose technology. So it's mostly been laptops um, from companies or donations. So it can be donations from just the general public. Um, hey, I have a laptop. I upgraded. But, you know, we have that stipulation. It can't be more than five years old. It's got to be Windows 10 on it. There are some things that we can't accept just because of the age of them. And sure. they just are, it'll cause more time to work on them, you know, um, for our volunteers. And it's just more time than we're, than we have to put into them. Sure. And then they get costly too. The older they get, the costly they're, yeah. you know, to replace a battery in an older laptop is it's more money. It's crazy. Um, an AC adapter, more money, you know, yeah. the older they are. So we generally take nothing less than five years old. Um, but it's been nice because we formed partnerships with a few of the companies in town. And I would like to see, to get involved with more tech companies in town having that partnership of right. their donated equipment, what they do with their used equipment, right? Because yeah. there's usually a life cycle of three years. Right. And that three years, it goes fast, but it, you don't think it goes fast, but it goes faster than you think. Sure. And in three years, technology is already outdated. Isn't that sad? Mm -hmm. I mean, even a year. Right. I mean, you already have a new um, iPhone. I feel like you buy it and it's already outdated. It, you it know? really yeah. is. You know, and six months later, they have a new release of a new, you know, iPhone or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, Gen 2 or 3 or 4, you know, all the gens, right? <laughs> right? So, yeah, so it's been great to form those partnerships with some of the companies in town. And then help get kids connected that maybe yep. don't have the resources their family doesn't have. Or like you said, there's right. two or three siblings yeah. and they only right. have one computer. Right. Um, and yeah, now so all these, all of a sudden, e-learning days are now a thing. Oh, very much and, so. Yeah. So Tech for Kids, like I said, was formed with that in mind getting as much um, tech into children's hands that don't have means to it at home, right? They don't mm -hmm. have the funds or the availability, right? Mm -hmm. This gives them some advantage then to compete with the rest in a technological way. They sure. can complete their homework online. They can um, research, you know, the internet. They can um, use it for a mental health too. A lot of these kids use it to speak with counselors, Mm, you know, sure. when they can't um, get a ride because their parents aren't there or, you know, they just for means for rides, they have to take a bus usually for everything. So it really helps in that aspect, too. Yeah. And so it's been a realm of things that really focus on making an impact for our children and community. We also like to um, contribute to uh, working mothers, single mothers that are having a tough time or fathers, you know, it can be a father, a single father that's trying to get back on their feet. Right. And they're trying mm -hmm. to do good by, by going back to school or, you know, taking a, a better path and getting on track. So we will 
donate because it then benefits the child in that sure. household. Right. So, yeah. Um, we like to see that. And that's one thing I, I kind of want to get down on the road is, um, having a rebrand, right. Uh, instead of tech for kids, tech for all. Sure. Right. Yeah. So really we've had nursing homes reach out. There's mm. elderly that could definitely use a laptop to converse with their family, sure. you know, things like yeah. that. Stay connected to the internet world. Sometimes they like to see the different things and be, be in connection with their family that way. Right. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I suppose, as you know, like having kids, um, like we have a 12 and 14 year old. Yeah. And so it's also navigating those barriers or not barriers um making those boundaries i should say Mm -hmm. of what's appropriate Mm -hmm. and some of the social media stuff and so putting like safe boundaries around those things have you any challenges with those things that you guys see preach a lot we (laughs) we you know always are posting you know internet safety um some internet safety tips um what to look for giving advice you know to the parents um always just really preaching internet safety because that's one thing that is very hard to control once these are issued, right? Sure. We, cause we, d- we hand over the laptop, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. Here you go. And a lot of times I'll get, Oh, what, what did we need to do? And I said, well, you know what? Here's something you can do. Sure. You can give me a shout out on social media and give me a testimonial of how this really helped the per, you know, the right. person in need. Mm-hmm. And so they will have those at times and I'll post all those things on our social media and try to just really spread the awareness of it and how it really benefited a family or a child. Yeah. So. And I think, yeah, more times, you know, um, you know, the girls will have stuff that they have to hand in yeah. over teams or something, yeah, you know, right. on an e-learning yeah. day. So it's like, yeah. if they couldn't do that, yeah, like that, yeah. that can be really hard to continue mm-hmm. progressing in yeah. school. Yeah. So I can see as Definitely. a, um, what, what have been some of the biggest challenges that you've faced in maybe even just starting this? You know, the biggest challenge for me is finding that balance in the time, yeah. um, to really focus on it and, and, um, keep it driven in the right direction. That's been the biggest challenge in keeping volunteers that are engaged, right? A lot of times, and that's what every nonprofit really struggles with, sure. is keeping the volunteers, the people, hey, I, w- I would like to volunteer, give all the tech kids, but then they come aboard and it's crickets, you know. Um, I'll send out emails, hey, we want to, we meet once a month. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't make it. it can't, you know, things sure. like that. It's like, okay, it's, it's once a month, it's, it's an hour of your time, mm-hmm. um, so in that aspect, that's been challenging, right, to to get volunteers to really um, volunteer, right? Yeah. Become a part of it. Really become, become a part of it, right, Yeah, and like become you said the that. ambassadors for Tech for Kids, really. Um, I need to build a board. Um, I want to go off on our own oh, and become sure. our, our, just our own 501C, because right now the impact kind of houses that for okay. us. Um, we are the nonprofit, but it's through them. So okay. it's impact tech for kids. Sure. So I want to kind of we, but first we need to build a board. We need a solid board that's involved, right? Right. That can stick with and have the same mission and values and and see and foresee it through. So right. That's what's been challenging yeah. the most. And then of course, when we run out of laptops and we don't have any to donate to do to donate. Sure. But it seems like as soon as we get them in, and get them you know, issued, they're, they're off the shelf. Okay. Know? Because there is that huge need mm-hmm. and we've only hit 
this area, sure. Fargo-Moorhead area. Yeah. Could you imagine, you know, what we could do across the state? Right. You know, helping helping these children. So it's 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 definitely neat. Yeah. Well, good yeah. for you for like yeah. paving this way. You yeah, know, thank too you. Of, of getting out there. Yeah. Um, and you've really been in, involved in the community too. Yes. Um, like supporting women. Yes. Yes. Um, like you mentioned a little bit. So. It's huge, you know. Being a woman in IT, uh, yeah, you're you're the minority. You're um, always fighting for your voice um, in a uh, room full of males that are talking IT. Sure, <laughs> you yeah. know. And so I've always had to fight for um, that recognition, and also, you know, we are seeing a decline in mm. women entering the IT tech field. Really, I don't know why. Huh. But it has drastically I would have thought it would have gone up, yeah. It has not. Wow. It's going down. And so, you know, we need to find out why. What is, are, they, are they scared by the intimidation of that it is a male-dominant career field? Hmm. Is it, um, you know, they're pursuing different career paths right now? We, do, we don't know the answer to that question. Right. But all I can do is really be an advocate for it. Right. Spread the word. Get some. And, and with my volunteers, getting them. You know, one of my volunteers, Nicole uh, Davidson, she was like, you know what? I really enjoy reloading these laptops. Hmm. She enjoys it. So she's like, I'll take some more. And so you're learning something because it's right. tech. You yeah. wouldn't know how to do these things prior to me showing you how to do it. So it's it's also showing these women how to reload the laptops and run Windows updates. Sure. And, and clear my printer error. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I could probably do that in a heartbeat. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been... And you're, you're helping teacher volunteers too a little bit right um teacher volunteers no no teach your volunteers oh sorry. yeah sorry I heard sorry teacher. Oh, yeah i should yes accent. yeah yes <laughs> enunciate I, a little that's bit what better it is. teach we, your we volunteers like, well i wouldn't call it lunch and learns i would call it supper and learn okay so yeah. it's usually they'll come up to my house and i'll provide some food um and then it's usually when we get like two or three or four together sure so then i can train them all in on how to reload a laptop, and yeah. I created a video now yeah. that uh, they can learn and listen to And if they get stuck up along the way. Um, let's say they bring it home after a training session, right, mm-hmm. and they start reloading the laptop. Hey, me, I, I got stuck on this one part. I can shoot over that video. Yeah, it's boring. It's me talking and walking you through it yeah. and walking through it, but it's step-by-step, step, yeah. and it's so dummy-proof, right, that yeah. anybody could – reload it for a laptop with windows 10 so. Yeah. yeah so windows 10 that's a program they have to you have to purchase i imagine it, it is it's just the operating system that's okay. with with the current um laptop so it's a license with a laptop okay. and of course the latest operating system is windows 11 pro sure um eventually you know i'm sure we'll have to get up to that yeah get up to that uh but that's just come out in the last what couple of years Windows 10, 11 Pro, sure. and you know you see some people migrating to it already. Um, as we get new computers in at the Park District, I've been making the switch to Windows 11 Pro too. So sure. just to get us there, but most of the world is still operating on Windows 10 Pro. So okay, we're yeah. still okay with with the with what you got, that, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then recently you teamed up with Explore Media too. Yeah, Explore Media. Yeah. So it wasn't recent. It's been about a year oh, now. Okay. Um, and Jenny Bocos is a um, manager content or content manager for Explore Media. Okay. And what that is, we provide a year's worth of subscription. It basically it's a YouTube that is safe 
and educational for kids to watch. So it kind of mimics YouTube a little bit um, with these videos, but they're educational and it's none of that crap. There's none of the mom talking in there. Oh, you know, my kids watch it and it drives me insane and I have to turn it off and make them turn it off because it's just, I feel like it makes them... um, dumber yeah <laughs> watch it i'm not, like not learning I, anything i am not learning anything right now yeah uh, by watching this in fact i feel a little less <laughs> intelligent, intelligent yes. after you know <laughs> that so yeah um what's the best part about what you do the best part would definitely be uh seeing the smiles on these children's faces seeing the smiles on you know a lot of times we'll donate 10 or 20 at a time to a nonprofit organization mm. um, that has like new a lot of new age Americans okay um, and you know it's their nonprofit but it's it's them they will then train these children in on how to use a laptop a lot of times they come to the United States they don't know they don't know how to use a laptop so right. therefore how are you going to work in a PC driven technology driven world right so they help them um, oh train in it and then they're issued a laptop at the end of their training session so that is what's most rewarding is finding out that these kids are getting the tech that they need getting right. the resources that they need yeah right and they don't have to um pay for it you know it's just it's donated to them so right. that's yeah. been the most rewarding you know just seeing and hearing the stories that come back um the gratefulness i've received from people we've donated to um just the emails back it's just Hey, I'm doing good. It's something that, you know, you give back, mm-hmm. but give back, give back to the world and it repays you and, you know, tenfold back. Right? right. So that's what I believe in. And I think that's what everybody should believe in right now with the world and <laughs> the direction it's been lately. But yeah. Well, especially like these kids, that's our future, our future generation. Right. And so if we can give them the tools and help set them up for success yeah. for them to go on and learn in the way they need to learn. Yeah. And just have that available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, right. that's where our future is. So. It really is. And I don't foresee technology going away anytime right. soon. And it, that's that's the thing. Technology is not going away. If anything, it's getting more and more complex and more and more digitalized. Everything's online. Everything's an app these days. Right. You know, yeah. You can't go to a website anymore and order thing. Oh, go to our app and order. You get a discount. You know, <laughs> even McDonald's drive-through. You know, I'm telling you, <laughs> I use that now. I'll sure. pre-order, and then a lot of times through the app, you get a free burger or something free in it. Sure. Free fry. Yeah. <laughs> but they want you to be there. They want you yeah. to use the app because it literally is making, um, artif- you know, it's kind of like AI. Yep. AI, right? Mm-hmm. So you're ordering through the app. A machine's making your burger. A machine is pouring your pop. And then you have the people handing it out to the window. Pretty right. soon there'll be a robotic I arm, know. Right? So I'm like, what's going to happen so with all those people? Scary. But yeah, I right, don't yeah. know if I'm really um, liking that idea On board so with all much, of it, right, but, yeah. Uh, have you guys heard of now kids are using AI to write, uh, write like, Paper. Yes. Right. Where they'll just put in like keywords and they'll just like. Yeah, there's a program. That's, there is a program. Right. There is a program, and I can't. And you know how know. how are they finding? How do they know that it's not them writing it? Right. It's not plagiarizing anything. No. It's. AI and creating I think you can even put like things in there. You could probably say, "I need to cite three sources." Yeah. In this, you know, like you can. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. So, but also, we had to create these programs. 
So there's people that, mm-hmm. like, have you seen the Social Dilemma on Netflix? That's a good one. Yeah. No, I I just, I'm just rewatching it. But it's a lot of the people that have created Instagram, Facebook, all these things. Oh. And they were like, I was addicted to my phone and I created it. Oh. So I had to put, pr- you know, it was like, yeah. it's very interesting. So again, like if in the tech industry, uh-huh. yeah. those are the people that are creating these mm-hmm. operation systems right. that are enabling that to exist. Right. And right. so, yeah, I think some is good. Some is yeah. yeah, up for debate, maybe. Yeah, very up for debate. <laughs> up for debate. Debate, yeah. yeah. Um, is there anything that surprised you about running a nonprofit? You know, nothing that I didn't know before because I was really involved um, in nonprofits before as a, as a volunteer. So I kind of knew the gist of what would go, what's surprising is the amount of community support there is, mm. right? especially around here, there's a ton of it. That's what's great is yeah. how generous our community is right now and um, the great support that I've received when I've been pursuing this because it is such a unique niche. There's nothing out there like that around here that provides used technology to children in need. So, sure. yeah. 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 I know. I think that we do have such a good community. Yeah. So I'm glad to see them rallying around right. and – we can get more volunteers yeah, helping out right, and right. yeah I love it um and I really love that you put like um your strengths your knowledge and and passions like together for this greater purpose yeah. so I think that's a beautiful thing it's just something that for the longest time probably about seven years ago I felt I was overweight I um didn't like going to work every day I was miserable I I was depressed and I didn't know what it was. And I was envious of these other women in the community that were making a making it for themselves, right? Like, mm-hmm. And I'd be like, oh, you're so lucky. And it's not about luck. <laughs> I've worked my butt off. Get up, you know. And it was at that moment where I went, boom, ding, dong. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Stop sitting here on my butt, sulking about it get out there and do something to make a change, right? Make a change in my life. So then I started to uh, work out, start drop some weight, um, got a different career, got a different job, somewhere where I was more appreciated um, and where I could really use my talents and yeah. feel appreciated. Sure. And then everything just snowballed from there, right? Um, went through the leadership program, and that's when things really took off and, and went in this great direction where I am now today where I feel that I'm actually giving purpose. There's purpose in my life. Um, That's what I was put on earth to help do. You know, I've always had a strong spirit. I'm not one to um, sit back in the corner and be quiet in a room. I am usually (laughs) the one talking (laughs) or, you know, with the crowd just out to have fun too. I mean, I I like to have fun. I'm I'm out. Um, extrovert, you know, yeah. um, and most IT people and professionals are introverts and I should right. that all yeah, the time. Yeah. Hey, Amy, you know, you're, you're not the norm. You're not the norm in IT. And I, you know, I realize like, that. And thank so, you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Right. You're not the norm. You're, you're outgoing and you're on this side and you have the personality and you have this piece and you also know what you're doing. So, right. Yeah. yeah which is yeah, a good thing. Yeah. yeah. It's good to hear that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, and like that you can be your own person. Yeah. There's no, you know, Right. It's too bad some of the stereotypes exist 
that you don't fit this norm, you know, but right. um, in, right. a, in a very positive way right. too. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a woman, so right. Yeah, they're they're that too. <laughs> um, what would be one piece of advice or encouragement you'd give someone else that's looking at how they can make a difference? The, the best piece of advice is also um, I changed a circle of friends. I changed a circle mm-hmm. of friends that were always negative Nellies, always negative. Um, you know, we go out for drinks, you know, after work, and and just really kind of, you know, one of these friends was just always kind of not very positive towards other women, like when they would walk in the bar or see somebody. And I thought to myself, that is just downright mean. That's mean. Um, So change your circle of friends if you don't feel that they are benefiting you. Find that solid group. It used to be, oh, you know, I want to know everybody or be friends with all these people. But narrow that circle down to like those few really good ones that have your back that will support you that encourage you to do what make you make you want to do your best make you want to succeed and see you succeed along the way and not be jealous right so there's a lot of um people that will get jealous women and it's just in the nature right but just don't do it Find your cheerleaders. Find your cheerleaders, yeah. exactly. I encourage people to just find their cheerleaders and their niche, you know, find their their good group of solid girlfriends that is supporting them, whatever they be venturing into, whether it's starting a business, whether it's, hey, I want to learn how to be a yoga instructor. Sure. Find that yeah. girlfriend that's going to say, well, do it. Yeah. How can we make it happen? Yeah. You know, so that's, that's, that's something that I feel is encouraging and good to have in your back pocket yeah. always and as a an adult woman it can be hard to make new friends it is um, it but is. it's not as scary you know yeah. like I don't think either of us are yeah. scary people and so that's one thing I found out too is I've gotten older I don't I don't care no I really don't give two farts <laughs> if yeah. you do, I say forks have you seen forks um, two forks <laughs> what you think about me because yeah I mean everybody has an opinion some people either they either love me or they hate me, and that's just me. So yeah, take it or leave it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be yourself. Yeah. Got to be true to yourself. Right. right. And um, well, I think you're doing great things in the community. Well, thank um, you for kids, for women, for yeah. all in tech. You know, I think yeah. wow, I was surprised to hear that there's not as many women going into tech. So yeah. and it's it's mind boggling. It's, it's yeah, that's our future. Mm-hmm. Come on, ladies. Yeah, <laughs> get in, get into tech. So. I know there was some commercial. I think Under Armour did one year, and it was like. Um, something about being a girl and it's like what you know asking these young girls like when you hear of that do you remember this one yeah, yeah I like do, I do remember um, it. what does it mean to run like a girl and they'd be like run as fast as I can yeah. and I'm like yes, yes like that is right what we need mm-hmm. right so right um, yeah well thank you Amy so much yeah, um, for, for tech for me. kids and sharing your story mm-hmm. a little bit of your story yeah um, yeah a little bit story for, yeah, yeah exciting times coming ahead i feel like we are really um starting to get back on track with things uh like i said i had a really rough year um with a lot of family deaths Mm -hmm. and friends passing away um due to cancer and just weird things so it it really kind of took a back seat for a little bit just because i was um navigating through that tough time um but now we're kind of back on track um the cloud has um Settled, yeah, lifted a little bit. Um, You know, sure, I'm always going to be sad, but um, it's something that you know, life goes on. The world keeps spinning, 
and um, we need to keep um, keep on being that advocate for something that we believe in. So. Right, and be that light yeah. that you can, right. yeah. you can shine. So. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Wow, what a great episode. Thank you so much for joining me. It's always so inspiring sharing these stories. Remember to like and subscribe. I would love if you could leave me a five-star review. This helps us reach and engage with more people. Join me next week. And until then, make the most of your new day.